Hello, and welcome to That Missionary Life. For those of us who are back in this American life, but still want to talk about that missionary life. These are stories and hindsight. I have not figured out yet if, how, when these are going to happen. So I happen to have some more time now and I happen to be ready to talk. So this is how this is going. (laughs) This is a blog post from July 2005. This is about VBS. We did an English camp slash VBS many, many times in Brazil. It is a big thing that we still do. We do it during summer. We do it during winter. Um, By the way, in Brazil, summertime is January. Wintertime is July. means it's just rainy. That's all. Just rainy. We're seven degrees from the equator. It's only rainy. (laughs) So, here is some of my blog posts. It says, on Monday, the kids were supposed to come at 2 p.m. for camp, but they started arriving at 9 a.m. This is very common. We ran around decorating, labeling, and planning. (laughs) So I was everywhere at once where I needed to be. It was not that I did a lot. It is just that I needed to get people together and plan things, helping the teachers ready, and then myself. It was amazing these group, this group was great. They jumped in and worked super hard and gave their students the best English classes possible. Sonia made incredible manipulatives for her Bible class. Mark, Mark used a marker to mark and label his body as his class learned body parts. Lindsay sent Steve out for multiple photocopy trips to give handouts to her students. Cindy planned and put together a great children's program on the spot, and it just goes on and on and on. I feel privileged to work with such great people. And then there was Ana Maria. Ana Maria came from Mexico. I didn't have a lot of time to talk to her until after camp, but here is her story. Anna is 29 and lives in Mexico City in an apartment with her brother and mother, who are Catholic. Three years ago, she was at church, and God really got a hold of her life as the Holy Spirit became real to her. She knew at this time she wanted to be a missionary. Anna works at a bank, leaving home at 7 a.m. and working 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. It's a two-hour drive there and back. She does have a two-hour window for lunch, though and gets home at 11 p.m. at night. She has two weeks vacation for the whole year. Gary Wright, the director of World Renewal, invited her to church and heard that she wanted to be a missionary. He invited her for a short-term trip to Brazil, and here she is. She is taking her whole vacation time for the year to be here, speaking and teaching English uh, and hearing Portuguese, which is about 60% the same as Spanish, but different enough to be completely hard to understand and communicate. She arrived on Monday and immediately jumped into English camp, being a team leader and my teaching assistant. She is incredible. When she returns, she's going to continue to pray for God's direction on where he will send her. But she really hopes her family will be saved before she leaves. Wow, I didn't even remember that. Like, I remember Anna... Maria, a little bit. Uh, I just, I did not remember her story. I just remember how cool it was that we had somebody from Mexico coming to Brazil to share and work with us and just had the same heart. The next part says, English camp started with English placement test, and then we divided into two camp teams that night. My team was called the Freakin' Players, and our mascot was the Mosquito. Who came up with this? (laughs) 
uh, we probably had about 35 students for English camp and we began. In the morning, we had Bible class at 9 a.m. for an hour and a half. We would read from the Bible, go over it, practicing pronunciation and reading comprehension, and answer a list of questions, working on writing and conversation. For some, for this class, we mixed up all the beginners and the advanced, making for an interesting time as some understood everything and some nothing. <laughs> My class had in it an English teacher, two advanced English-speaking guys, and two pastors who are beginners. I'm thinking, what is going on? I can't teach them anything. <laughs> uh, but it went really well. It's not that I have all the qualifications. It is that I'm a willing vessel for God to use. And if he wanted there, me there, I was there for a reason. Uh, I did have to laugh when we were, I did have to laugh when we were talking about the good shepherd. And one of the pastors kept pronouncing it, goody shepter, sheepter. Good, goody sheepter. A good teacher must never laugh at her students. The last day we went over the gospel and had some wordless tracks. They were very effective as I went through and told the story in Portuguese. <laughs> I put that in parentheses because I didn't really do very well. And had my students do the same in English. So here are some of my hindsight thoughts uh, about this story from English camp in 2005. Um, we continue to do English camp, although it has definitely evolved over the years. Uh, I totally remember being blown away. 2004 was actually the first time we did English camp. And my first like big thing that I noticed is that we had people from like age eight to like age 45 in one class. We had so many different kinds of people who came to learn English and that for an American who was like first graders have to be with first graders, second graders have to be with second graders. Like it was a total mind blowing realization that different age groups could not only work together, but that that could be a benefit having them work together where I would have, um, you know, in some things I had more advanced eight and nine year olds with, with less advanced 45 year olds and they'd be there working together and helping each other. Like it was such a beautiful thing. And I was like, huh, wow. I feel like we're so hung up on age in, in America. Um, and I think some of that is definitely the sense of community. We are much more individualistic in America and much more community-minded in Brazil. And so um, coming together of different ages is a very common welcome thing um, in a community, whereas individuals are much more used to, I think, at least in the U.S., being grouped by their level or their age. You know, they have very specific groupings that we are used to. Uh, for different things. So, yeah, the, the English placement test, uh, the Bible class, I remember all of these things. So, very, so cool. These, these memories, um, <laughs> these different people who were there, um, the ones, and I have so many connections with people who have come to Brazil on missions trips, especially, you know, English camp and different times over the years. So many different connections. Um, it feels, um, when you have someone that comes from another country, uh, and you meet them and you have this time with each other 
outside of your home country. When you go back to your home country, there's just a special kind of connection um, that you actually don't have with people who have never been outside the country. Um, and it's really special. I can't even put words to it, but it's like, for example, um, a couple of weeks ago, I visited uh, a church and saw four or five different people who had been to Brazil from that church. And it was just such sweet, instant reconnection and fellowship. Um, and I just really value that. I, I don't, and the, the magic, the magic of serving overseas together. I don't know what you would call it. The connection. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, a note about not making fun of my students for mispronouncing American or English. <laughs> well, I have to admit they laugh just as much and my pronunciations of things as Portuguese. So I do feel like we're very even. Um, I do feel like we definitely need a whole episode for just all of the interesting communication problems with in another language, right? Oh, yeah, we need another episode for that. But I don't know, it's gonna be hard to put together <laughs> all of those. So they'll probably all be spread out. <sighs> yes, teaching English in another country is such a cool way to open doors. What have been your experiences with teaching English in a foreign country? Um, I personally think this is like the best way to get connected um, when you're going to a country that does not speak your English, your language, your English <laughs> When it does not speak your language, I think as Americans, we're very used to everybody speaks English, um, so that's how the world works, and a lot of the world actually does. That's sort of the sad part, um, but not all the world does speak English, and I think the ramifications of that are really hard to understand until you're out of the country. Um, we have so many people who have come to Brazil over the years and we have lessons, Portuguese lessons before they come. We practice some Portuguese before they come and they get there and they're like, oh, you were right. I really did need to learn some. They really do all speak Portuguese. And I'm sort of like scratching my head. I was like, how did you not get that understanding before you got here? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's hard to really get it. It's hard to really get it till you're in the other country and you don't understand anything. Um, but coming to Brazil and teaching English is a way that you can jump into ministry, you can jump into relationships, and especially with the, the warm, um, welcoming Brazilian culture, which is a very kind culture to step into that's not your own. Um, it just uh, creates a really cool way where you don't feel like all you're doing is nodding and smiling all day, uh, which a lot of other ways of going and serving in a country that doesn't speak English wouldn't provide. So I'd love to know your thoughts I'd love to make this a continuing conversation. Have you had any experience teaching English as a foreign language? Have you ever done English camp 
what are the best ways of communicating when you're going to a place that does not speak the language that you speak? (laughs) Um, And of course, what are the funny things that have happened? Miscommunications that hopefully weren't serious, but stayed in the funny zone from not speaking the language or teaching someone else your language. So in closing, those are some musings from someone who is very much involved in this American life, but just really wants to talk about that missionary life, stories and hindsights. 